A martini shaken. No! Positively shocking. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Nerd. It's been a hot minute, but we're happy to be back. I'm your host, Judy, and joining me on this week's episode is the very fuzzy on his webcam, Fuzzy Dan. Hello. Yes, sometimes it comes into focus and other times it just decides to have no focus whatsoever. I don't know why, but it's, yeah, lack of focus. That's a fuzzy problem. And a man who deals with fuzzy's problems both internally and externally. Is it uh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, happy to be paid to do that, but <laughs> it's on my goals for the year. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, so uh, I had to set I had to set my watch back because you know daylight savings and whatnot. Melbourne is it daylight savings? Did you not notice that? We- Don't worry, I forgot too. I'm just happy that all my clocks update automatically. Did you guys get to like 10 a.m. and you're like, oh my god, the podcast is starting? Uh, no, I was hungover and I just like woke up thinking, oh crap, it's late. And then it was like 8:30. I'm like, yay, sleeping. So yes. <laughs> that's that's the secret in always be hungover, always um. be hungover. See, we know that Duty forgot the time because he clearly forgot to shave part of his face. Um, he got the rest of it. He's like, oh, shit, well, I've got no time. There's a, there's a funny story about that. <laughs> he has a moustache for anyone listening. Anyone listening on the podcast, I tried to give myself the Tom Selleck or the, the, or the Commissioner Gordon, but I end up looking like fat guy in KFC staring, waiting for his chicken, being like... Don't but, care. Yeah. <laughs> No, it looks good. I think it looks great. It's just one of those things that you have with mustaches, though, because it goes a little bit blonder. So it kind of looks like a fuzzy little cap- caterpillar. caterpillar. I did, I did, have the, I did keep the twirls. So I shaved it off and I kept the actual long, wispy bits and twirl. And I went, no, I feel like a big strong man from the 40s. No, I like, like it, man. It suits you. It's very Commissioner Gordon. I like it. Um, but my shaver broke halfway through. And I'm, I'm not meaning it ran out of battery. Like the shaver head the, on the electric shaver broke and i went cool i so only got one of your two nutsacks done <laughs> oh, yeah um so you could also do can you can you just say one thing for me uh just say uh in the loudest most angry voice get me pictures of spider-man because that i just i just need to hear it just get just, me pictures just, of spider-man <laughs> see perfect i need the the black and white mop top <laughs> um but yeah the, so i shaved this side of my face podcast is not working but for twitch people you understand what's going on i still had the goatee and one side of my face so i had like a big sweeping goatee looking it looked like a treble clef on my face um and my shaver ran out of battery and i went well my beard's too long to pick it up with a razor so (laughs) i went around the house looking for anything that had some form of moving blades very fast Scissors? Is that the word you're looking for? No, I didn't. It, 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 it didn't <laughs> Not work one of those scissors. salad choppers, like, you know, just like stuck it on his face. Mon, help me. I need those things with the moving blades. And so. <laughs> Beyblades? <laughs> yeah, I let it rip on my face. <laughs> uh, but I ended up getting my bald head shaver, which is designed for very, very small hair because you keep shaving your head. And I'm literally just going patch by patch because it is actually epilating the skin out of a fucking oh. face 
So, yeah, it was... Uh, not yeah, that's what happened hair. to me. That's why I can't grow facial hair. I accidentally <laughs> epilated my face. <laughs> and nothing to do with puberty. Just not that. at all. <laughs> that's why I am so masculine looking, apart <laughs> from the lack of facial hair. But uh, that's that's me. Uh, Fuzzy? Ian? What yes. have you been up to? It's been a hot minute. Oh mate, it's been uh, it's been an epically hot minute. I have been keeping very busy. Been reading lots of comics lately, which has been really fun. Ooh. Um, so yeah, going through a bit of a, a comic phase. Um, I've read a bunch of stuff like uh, the old Mark Miller stuff. So um, there's been some really interesting ones in there as well. Um, so I've read through. Like. I was reading through Kickass. Yeah. Uh, I was reading through this one called um, I think it's called Super Crooks. Which is really cool. It's a bunch of like super criminals getting together for like a heist. It's like super criminals meets Ocean's Eleven, and they're trying to heist off the ultimate super villain of all time. It's pretty cool. Um, so cool. I like it because they're like really short sort of vignettes. They're like four four comics in one, and that's it. They tell a story, they get the fuck out, and there's no fucking repeats. So, so yeah, it's really interesting. Um, really interesting concepts. Also, that's sort of the like good that. thing when it comes to those books, where like if you start reading Batman <clears throat> or Superman or anything like that, is you start reading it, it's a really good story, and then you're like, oh, I want to read what happens next, and then what happens next, and then you get caught in the loophole of, like, this was a really good story, and then it slowly went to shit, and now yeah. I have a fuckload of these books. Yeah, it's it's interesting, because I went through and, and, and also read um, Invincible, um, so I went uh, got oh, yeah. really into I'd watched the, the TV show, and I really enjoyed it, so I wanted to read the whole story. Um, and that's all complete. And that series, like, goes into some weird fucking places. It's <laughs> There's some good stuff to it, but I think there's a lot of filler that just fills out into side stories that are fucking bizarre. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not they actually get that far within the TV show itself, um, because it's just batshit yeah. insane. But, you know, there's... I, th- I think that probably went on a little bit longer than it needed to. Um, so I'm really enjoying that much shorter condensed version. It's like you have to guess a bit of the pre-story. You have to – the background. You have mm. to guess what they do next. It's kind of like let's just see a snippet of their lives and that's enough. So, yeah, really enjoyed that that kind of storytelling because it's – you don't really – you, you as the reader get to make up the rest of it and that's that's quite nice so i've i've got a, i've got a uh, a book to to give you next time we catch up it's called two no wrong earth uh okay. it's, it's basically it's a, it's a character called dragonfly man who's a ripoff of batman but it is basically two universes but a much scarier <laughs> thing so because we know dragonflies very scary insects yes dragons um terrifying but it's, it's in the name <laughs> it's uh it, it's basically the Michael Keaton Batman universe with the, the dark, gritty, evil stuff, and the Adam West campy, over the top style. And the Michael <sighs> Keaton Batman and the Adam West Batman somehow merged into their own te- into their opposite universes. So as soon as Adam West Batman arrives, he's, he doesn't know where he is. He goes to the cops. The cops try to shoot him. He doesn't know what's going on. His like his partner is OD'd on drugs. Like it's just this dark grungy thing. <laughs> and then when the Michael Keaton Dragonfly Man goes to the Adam West style world, he sees a cop. He's like, "Hey, Dragonfly Man!" He just starts beating the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> it's it's this real fucked awesome cool twist on uh, on like what happened. What would happen if you put Adam West to Michael Keaton and swapped him over? Very happy with that. That I sounds feel like, like fun. you remember the Michael Keaton one much darker than it actually was. I have watched Batman '89, Batman Returns, about five times this week. Each. I don't remember Michael Keaton beating up cops. I remember Michael Keaton killing people though. <laughs> but yeah. it's that like dark, grungy Tim Burton yeah. style of things. Yeah. 
Um, where he's, yeah, that's, that's the style they went for with that. But Ian, what are you like doing? Um, I've been trying, as you guys all know, to get everyone to play the game Tunic. <laughs> and yes. so far, unsuccessful. Because no one listens to me. But it's a fantastic I listened to game. you. I tried it out. I, know, I yeah. played it for about half an hour. And Look at this. I just got a little bit bored of it. It's, it's, like, it's, it's very pretty. I, I like the art style. I think it's it's lovely. Where did you get up to? Uh, not very far. I was just kind of wandering <laughs> around doing stuff. I was like, he walked, into, he walked into a wizard and it just it killed him. The game has the game has basically mm. no hand holding, which yeah, yeah will throw some people off for sure who um, aren't as intelligent or good looking for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow, taking a no, swipe no, at no. everyone who's not fuzzy. I mean, that's a bold <laughs> move. <laughs> no, yeah, the game has very little hand holding. It you pick up little pages as you go from the instruction manual. Um, but all Which, pretty much I, everything, I, like that. That was I really like that idea. Yeah. yeah, and in the instruction manual, there's only like words here and there that are in English. So it's kind of like if you're playing a game and it's a Japanese game, so you have, understand nothing of what's going on, Monster and you just Hunter. have to kind of figure it out for yourself. And it's like <laughs> an old school Zelda game, which I love because I grew up on Link to the Past, the um, best Zelda game of all time. And come for me. <laughs> <laughs> and have you finished said game? Not Link to the Past. I have not finished it yet, no. I've finished Link to the Past a million times. Yeah, no, I haven't finished Tunic yet, still. Mm. It is Dark Souls meets Zelda, so it's a little bit harder than a traditional game. Speaking of Dark Souls... It kind of looks a little bit like uh, Link's Awakening, that, that new one that came through, is that right? It's got a similar sort of, like, that cartoony style, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the, like, adventuringness of Tunic comes from its... Um, camera angle yeah. a lot of stuff is hidden behind things so you have to walk behind stuff and really i like those puzzles they're, they're mm. quite fun yeah particularly once you get past like the first boss and the game opens up once mm. you get your sword and your shield the game just sort of opens up and it becomes very addictive <laughs> well, speaking of uh, of dark souls i was chatting to of course friends sponsors of the show incognito comics oz dom and oz oz has started playing elden ring and He's loving it because he finds Good luck game, to him. Right? But the game has been hijacked by Dom and she's fucking loving it. And I'm like, how far are you? Ah. Third or fourth boss in? I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, she's Jesus. crushing it, man. I'm like, uh, I don't want wait, to. Wait, wait, what's she playing now? She's playing as a bloody magic boy, isn't she? That's cheating. That's not how you were supposed to play the game. That's a hacks. That's a hacks. Hey, just got, uh, astrologer's great, man. Astrologer's a fucking class to go. <laughs> You're not playing the game properly. <laughs> I'm uh, the internet here for you today. Ah, uh, yes. Now Slash looks stupid and you're not playing the game properly. <laughs> well, Ian, speaking of you being the internet, give us some pieces of news that's been going around in the pop culture world. <laughs> um, I did send us through a very interesting piece of news that we've been waiting for on this podcast for the last several weeks since um, Awkward Silence here happened. Hmm. Uh <laughs> Ezra Miller, everyone's favourite actor, has officially yeah. apparently I can't been... see when you... Are you doing something with your fingers? Because they blurred out. The Act- you Can you see it now? <laughs> <laughs> actor. Uh, uh, yes, Ezra Miller, the Flash from DC's wonderful world of DC um, terrible movies, has officially been apparently let go. And Flashpoint is going to be entirely reshot. Ooh. 
I'm, yeah. I'm fine with yeah. this. Yeah, well, that's a lot of money to throw down the drain, but I suppose they did make every other movie that, that was also just throwing money down the drain. Yeah. Because, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah I, I, I said to Ian, I'm like, the best thing for them to do is to just reshoot it because there, there will definitely be people who won't see the film because of Ezra. Fucking fair enough. But it's also like you're bringing back Michael Keaton's Batman for the first time since 1992. So what? Nearly, yeah, nearly 30 years. Or 30 years. <clears throat> And it's like you're not gonna bring him back and then put him in Batgirl. And apparently he had a um, he's in the end credit scene of Aquaman two, but because Flash has been pushed back, they scrapped that end credit scene or whatever. It's like you're not gonna bring back one of the most iconic people to portray Batman, and then the lead actor is a cunt, and then you go like, oh well, we're just not gonna do the movie now. Like when you've put him in other things and you're you're sort of re-involving him in the world, like it's like well. Uh, I don't. I don't really see your point because why wouldn't they? He's. They're going to cut that end scene from Aquaman. So why would it matter? Because he's apparently he's going to be the Batman of the DC universe. Yeah, but if they haven't shot anything else yet, well, um, <laughs> Batgirl's already been shot and done. We've seen photos of Michael Keaton in the bat suit in ba- if, from shots from scenes of Batgirl. Oh, like, this isn't Batgirl TV show. This is no, Batgirl this is a movie. Yeah, with, movie. with Brendan Fraser right. as um, Firefly. Oh, it's Batgirl, I thought you were about to say. That would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you were on the wrong side of Gotham! <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Look, um, I'm, I'm, you know, with, I think there was a, a rumour about potentially the guy from the TV show replacing Ezra Miller as Red the new Gotham. Flash. Fine. He's, you know, fucking vanilla, white bread. Like, vanilla. you know, that's... You know, it's, it's not going to bring anyone in, that's the problem. And I think I was saying to Dirty Pre-Roll, like, uh, you know, if you want the shitty backstory, you can go watch eight seasons of terrible television to get the backstory yeah. for this character. So, <laughs> you, you know, they've already said multiverse or whatever the fuck they're calling it in, you know, the worlds of DC. You know, they've got that. They can just replace the guy. But, you know, uh, I, I'm not looking forward to the search for the replacement Ezra Miller because that's going to be woof. We did toss around some uh, some actors to replace um, usually, Miller. usually you get paid extra for that tossing around actors. Usually, uh, <laughs> but we we had some that then I then you get fired from House of Cards. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> we had some that I can't fucking remember. What did we have? I said uh, Timothy Chardonnay. Yep. Um, and Not was... as good as Timothy Shiraz, but we'll take him. What was the fuck? What was the one that I that I suggested and Ian said actually that one's not too bad. I mean, Better. Tom Holland? <laughs> no, not Tom Holland. He's Spider-Man. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Darcy Montgomery. He said, yeah. The guy from Stranger uh, Things and the Power Rangers. The guy from Stranger Things. Yeah. He's just yeah, a bit okay. too, like, jockey. The other one I'm, I could see potentially doing that is uh, Ty Sheridan, um, who was in uh, Ready Player One. Uh, yeah. He was uh, Cyclops as well in the, the new X Men movies. Yeah, not a fan. I mean, he's he's a white bread dude. Like that's kind of who. I'm glad like, you had a bread there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I said uh, Alden Aaron, Harry Styles. Right? Yeah, you know what, Harry Styles maybe. He has the, he does, he has the he big does have of the... hair, and that that explains why his hair goes fucking backwards because he's running. Yeah, and you know what, he would bring tickets in. You know. 
Oh no, but wait, he's in um he's in Eternals. He was at the end of Eternals. He's uh, so he can't be in yeah, DC. But if you're in a shit Marvel film, then you can be in DC. Look at the Joker. <laughs> all yeah. right, all right, all right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Finn Wolfhard. He's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the response everybody suggests <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. Everyone's just like uh, I guess. Um <laughs> Pained silence is what that sound is. Look, I, I don't, I don't mind silence. him, but I think like he's probably too young to be. He's a bit Flash alongside. Is, the Flash is a bit more smartass, isn't he? And Finn Wolfhard is a bit just douchey. Angsty like, teen. Yeah, too angsty teen and not smartass enough. Mm. In the books, yeah. you get a lot of like good, good, bad. I'll do it. Uh, Ian, didn't you say you hated to run? <laughs> I'm going to be yes. a place that goes everywhere on an exercise bike. <laughs> That'll be my hot take on the character. <laughs> Flash doesn't enjoy running, but he has to do it. <laughs> Flash, we do need I you on the other side of the city. Uh, oh, for fuck's uh, sake. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of... They are going to Gatorade. Canicorn, Canicorn, and I'll be fine. Ah. I just ate wheat mix. (laughs) How many did you do? Too many. (laughs) (laughs) The milk. (laughs) 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 Just a flash bent over and vomiting in the corner. (laughs) I'd pay to see it, but I'd usually pay to see me. Uh, shape flash. <laughs> shape flash. Speaking of uh, casting news, or a flash with motion sickness. That's the other one. <laughs> a colorblind flash. flash. We'll call it flash. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll save every one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Who put a question mark on the end of the title? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great fucking name for a Flash sequel. Flash, he'll save every one of us. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Speaking of casting news as well, Bill Skarsgård is cast in the Crow reboot. They're doing a Crow reboot, and uh, he's going to be playing, of course, Eric Draven, the Crow. That was, I think, ages ago they were going to do that with um, Jason Momoa, weren't they? Yeah, probably. That was a long time ago, yeah, that they were talking about that in... 2014 or something yeah. like that. So the when Jason Momoa was a bit more... Oh, all I want them to do is... Yeah. is uh, I mean, the big thing for me will be their soundtrack, because the original soundtrack was pretty fucking phenomenal. Yep. Um, and, you know, we just have to be fine with murdering the lead actor. Like, you know, wh- however that goes, you know, last film whatsoever, The Crow. So I would like to put Jason Momoa back up again. <laughs> no, no, no. Not my Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> so does this mean Grunge is back? You know, we've got the Batman and now we're going to do the Crows. That mean Grunge No, no, no. I think Machine Gun Kelly has killed off like that. Oh, that I heard stuff, about so, yeah. that. <laughs> I heard what did he do? That. Uh, he was on um, uh, the Howard Stern show and uh, he did a cover of... Um, uh, was it? No, it wasn't a Slipknot song. It was. It was um, it wasn't. Oh no, 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 no! Not the Nirvana one either. Um, High Cold Sun. Uh, <laughs> These are the two crunch songs I know. Um, no, 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 and Black Hole Sun. He um, he did a, a System of the oh, Down. System of the Down. Yeah, and this it wasn't was grunge. He was he was well, it was post pop punk. Yeah, grungy stuff yeah. like that's the he's tried to fit in all of these genres all at once and 
you know, System of Down's more metal, you know, into yeah. that stuff. But yeah, he's he's trying to cover all of these bases and show that he's got you know range. Um, so he was on Howard Stern smoking a joint um, and butchering uh, System of a Down, and it was. It was painful to watch, Ian. It was a yeah. physical experience where you just your whole body just urged to punch this man in the face. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, so, if, yeah. If I was, um, if I was, then I'd be suing him. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you are, buddy. I'd totally be suing Machine Gun Kelly for that. You've you've tarnished our name. <laughs> I just I. I remember, like, you know, when I think it was WWE 2K22 was coming out and they, you get the emails, or we got the emails saying, like, oh, you know, this is the, the soundtrack that's coming along with it. Like, fucking get excited. And it was like, Machine Gun Kelly's doing the music. I went, I literally did a Conor McGregor of, who the fuck is that guy? And I'm like, I understand one name in this list, and that's Motorhead. The rest is redundant. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I feel like this guy just came out of nowhere. I'd never heard of him, and then suddenly, with him, buddy shacked up with. Uh, toe thumb suddenly he's everywhere (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah no he's he's fucking everywhere so um yeah i don't know he's one of those guys that feels like he's popular probably is fucking everywhere (laughs) (laughs) didn't he get into a fight with conor mcgregor at one of the the grammys or some fucking yeah i think he knocked his drink out of his hand or something so yeah that's why I think Conor McGregor still had a fucked ankle, so he still had, a, like, a moon boot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if there's one guy you don't try and start a fight with, it's fucking Conor McGregor. Like, that guy looks like he'd punch you for looking at you sideways. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was a video going around a couple of years ago of McGregor going into a, a bar in Dublin, and he offered everyone a round of um, his whiskey. It's like when his whiskey just dropped, and he was like, everyone, you know, I'm going to buy everyone, you know, a round. And one guy went, no, nah, I don't drink whiskey. And he kept just drinking his Guinness, and he just kept telling him, no, I don't drink it. And he punched him in the back of the head. I'm like, hey, don't punch someone in the fucking back of the head. But B, if someone doesn't drink whiskey, so yeah. it's fine. Guinness is better. Exactly. Uh, Guinness is not better than whiskey. You shut your whole mouth. <laughs> Guinness is a lot better than whiskey. Um, well, we all know about what happened at the Oscars, but apparently movies are now being paused due to it. Uh, Bad Boys 4 is reportedly paused due to the Oscar incident. Oh, no. No. Oh, was so shame. <laughs> but if they've already had it for their life, why have another? Like, it's already the life, you know? What comes after for life? For death? For death? To us part? What's um, Martin Lawrence going to do, man? What, Black Knight 2? No, what was that? What was that? Yes. What was that one? <laughs> what was that one where he hit a diamond inside an air vent and then he went to prison? Uh, no. Blue Streak. I cut. Can't tell you I've seen Blue any Street. Martin Lawrence. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, I will just say I had the soundtrack for Blue Streak and uh, it was pretty amazing. Have you not seen Blue Streak, Ian? No, oh, I'm fuck. not watching uh, it. It's, oh, it's Martin Lawrence, and uh, he <laughs> that's has, why I'm he, not watching. It. He's he's a jewel thief. He stashes a diamond inside a building, um, and goes to prison, and then he comes back to get the diamond from the building, um, and the building is now like a police station. It's police headquarters. So he disguises himself and pretends to be a cop and partners up with Luke Wilson and he's trying to get after this this, this diamond. It's it's a pretty fun movie. It's 
It was yeah, yeah so they had a lot Luke of Wilson. <laughs> like that's a sale point. I no. Luke I'm Wilson's good. been in some I'll good things. Stay. Luke Wilson. Go on. Anchorman. Go on. Anchorman when he has his arms removed by the bear. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah there's not right. a Luke no, Wilson Luke Wilson Idiocracy. No, I haven't seen that. I don't want it. I'm good. Idiocracy's funny. I'd like to. I'd like you to watch Idiocracy. It was in old school. Old school's old funny. Old school was good. Old, old school was good. But again, it wasn't him that was funny in old school. He was the main he, actor. He yeah, was, but he wasn't the funny one. He was fine in old school. My super ex-girlfriend with Uma Thurman. Fuck off. The Ridiculous Six. Oh, God. Okay, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> bloody Puke Wilson over here. Puke Wilson. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> you burned him real good. <laughs> you got him, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, it comes as no surprise for people, of course, listening to the podcast or watching it on Twitch. We're talking about Morbius this week. Uh, we've all seen it, all us being we have us on, the, on the podcast. Uh, and this piece of news as well. Morbius earns the second lowest cinema score of any Marvel movie. What's the lowest? Second lowest. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I that is astounding to me. What's the what's the what's the lowest? Come on, you can't say those kinds of stats. He, he doesn't have it. Look at him. <laughs> Fantastic Four in twenty fifteen. Yeah, right. Then that's for him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And okay. it is tied with Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, which was the twenty twelve uh, sequel to Ghost Rider, which was I think better than the first one because the first one sucked. Um. I would not watch either. It has Idris Elba in it. Yeah, I'm good. He's pretty good. It has Nick Cage in it. I'm good. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Nick Cage. What's wrong with Nick Cage? Yeah, every movie is done outside National Treasure. Outside, so hang on. <laughs> Including the one he, he won his Oscar for. So, you know, just forget about it. Yes. That. You still haven't seen Face Off yet, and I still really need to get you to watch that. That is a fucking crime, is what that is. I'm, dude, I'm good. Dude, it's got know. two actors I cannot stand. I'm good. The, the whole thing of that, is, of that film is Nick Cage is just being Nick Cage, but John Travolta is being Nick Cage. It's fucking hilarious. John Travolta can't be anything. The movie starts in with the death of a child and then goes into a fucking plane. No, I can't wait to see it. A happy-go-lucky family. (laughs) Murdered by a man with a moustache that's almost as glorious as duties. Like, it's just fabulous. I know exactly what you mean, love. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, before we get into it as well, you might have seen on the stream, there will be a link in the description below for the podcast, that Shake and Not Nerd have uh, signed up to the Game on Cancer Superhero Streamers. Um, basically, we're signing up. We're raising money for for fighting charity, one nerd at a time. Um, so, shaken not nerd, shaken not noob, and of course, the Duty YouTube channel and the Twitch channel you're watching it on. Uh, there will be links in descriptions of the podcast notes. If you want to get on board, chuck a dollar, chuck two dollars, whatever it is you want. Um, I'm going to try and uh, get some get some little raffly prizes together as our own little as our own little thing. It could be some McFarlane toys. It could be some comic books. Night with Ian. It could be a night with Ian if you're based in the. Uh, as long as you promise not to do that fucking move again, like that's yeah. my only move. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
You know, you're, okay. just if, imagine if, if someone, people listening to this podcast. Just imagine a man just turned himself into an unsexy pretzel. Like that's <laughs> what that was. It was a yeah, wholemeal pretzel without salt. It was gross. It was a bubka without cinnamon. <laughs> I'll have you know, I am full of salt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're full of sodium. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I might look at, uh, at yeah doing like some McFarlane toys or some Funko Pops and some comic books as little things. And if someone does do a date with Ian or a night with Ian, you can make him watch great. Face Off. That'd be great. Yeah, could be could be fun. Yeah. You know what? It, it could be Christmas. That's that not a bad one. one. You know what? If they do raise a certain amount, sort of thing, I'm happy to happy to watch Face Off. Happy to watch Face Off. Ooh. I mean, I'm not happy to watch it, but for charity, um, I'll be, go through. You shall that watch it. Yes, I it shall was... watch it for charity think... and nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a couple of years ago. I, I signed up to what was it World's Greatest Shave, and if we got a thousand bucks, Ian would shave his head skin bald. And then when he... I absolutely <laughs> never agreed to this. No, it was, it was in the thing. You're like, yeah, yeah, all right. You're never going to get to a thousand dollars, so it's fine. And some people put in like you know a hundred bucks, and we never got to a thousand. But that day you went home and you told your girlfriend that that's what you've done, and she just went, "You're not fucking doing that." <laughs> and I only made like two hundred dollars, so it was fine. And I kept my beautiful luscious locks, and that's what's most important. And I lost my beautiful luscious locks forever. Um, but uh, this week <laughs> we're talking about Morbius. Fuzzy, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you're bald too. Put the hoodie down, motherfucker. Show the people. You can't see. You can't see. If I can't, don't you don't see my head on. Bold of you to assume that, duty. (laughs) Bold or bold of me to assume that. Exactly, Fuzzy. What is the story? Bold and the beautiful. What's the story of Morbius? Um. uh, Okay. An incredibly sick man um, decides to make himself. Fully sick. Uh, <laughs> an incredibly sick man uh, looking for a cure because he's the world's super genius in, in DNA something. We never really get into it. He fly, he looks for the cure to his illness by apparently looking for vampire bats um, and makes himself into a vampire. And hilarity ensues. I mean, that's, that's a, pretty much it. That's yeah, a very much safe it. way of putting it. <laughs> hilarity <laughs> hilarity or I can't think of anything else no I yeah. <laughs> can't think of any negative word in the dictionary nothing safe for the young viewers that watch this show and listen to this show you know they, they get up they watch Sesame Street and then they listen to their weekly episode of Shake and Not Nerd whenever it does officially actually release and then they just go about their day I really hope children don't listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) We hope they don't. (laughs) Fuzzy listens to you all the time. What are you talking about? Hey. Hey Hey Ew. Okay, so. This movie is sort of set like... uh, I'm fairly sure Ian and I had... We had this discussion as we walked out of the film. Venom did okay at the box office when it initially launched because... It did well because people thought that Tom Holland might be in it. Uh, he wasn't. Um, and it did so well, we think that Sony Pictures, in regards to its Marvel division, went, let's do more of these films because Venom did very well. And then COVID happened, so, you know, pandemic happened. We, they had to slow down or they had to reshoot things or they couldn't release it just because they wouldn't make any money of it. And then Venom 2 released and they just went, fuck! We still have to release this anyways. And... <laughs> It's uh, it's not so good. 
Not so good. I just want to just just touch on some of the just uh, mind bending results that I've I've searched on on this one. So yes, um, it, it's the Rotten Tomatoes. It's a bit of a leap forward into like review scores and stuff like that. But it kind of gives you a bit of context for where this film sits. So um, I'm looking at some of the worst Marvel films of all time. I am including the the Sony ones in here as well. So Venom from 2018 uh, is 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage is 58%. This is the critic-reviewed scores, okay? So it's higher. Venom Let There Be Carnage is 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just Mm. let that sink in for a moment. Uh, The Eternals is 47%. Mm. Thor The Dark World, which is widely considered one of the worst ones, uh, 66%. Until Captain Marvel came out. Uh, The Incredible Hulk... Uh, is 67%. Now, that was the one with uh, Edward Norton. Um, and uh, what was what did you say, Captain Marvel? That is currently at 79%. On, uh, uh, is... I'm not joking. This is the Rotten Tomatoes scores, the critic review scores, 79%. What's the audience score on that one? Uh, 45. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get to Morbius. <laughs> so, Morbius... Um, so, so overall, the lowest reviewed score, I think, uh, including the uh, the Venom movies, is actually Venom, the original Venom at thirty uh, percent. If you're looking at just the ones that are created for Disney, it's the Eternals at forty seven. So those are your two low end scores. Morbius comes in at a whopping seventeen percent of critic review scores, which is I'm I'm just going to say breathtaking. By comparison to some of those other films, because there is definitely some equivalency in quality of films across the board, and the fact that this is half of what the original <laughs> Venom movie got, and and what's that fucking a, a quarter of what Venom Let There Be Carnage got is fucking mind blowing. So I'm just wanted to put that out there for context for people. That's yeah. how that's been reviewed. Unreal, unreal. I think. You're not wrong. You know what? You know what? We will get, obviously, because we're about to review this movie, we'll get into it. I think that 17% is harsh. That's incredibly harsh. Yeah. This is, like, if you put it, like, if we even just said, compare it to Venom, I think this is a better film than Venom. Yeah, we actually said that walking out as well. (laughs) I I don't think this uh, is by any stretch the worst fucking Marvel movie that's been made. No. And they've rated this half of what they rated the original Venom. That's unreal. What was that Melissa McCarthy movie with puppets that we really (laughs) fucking hated? What was that called? Oh, Uh, the Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. Uh, What does that have on... Uh, Happy Time Murders. (laughs) That was... (laughs) That was bad. Happy Time Murders is 23%. So this is worse than the Happy Time Murders, according to the critics. Happy Time Murders was one of the worst films, I think. we. I don't know. Fuzzy, you've got the... You might have the reviewing spreadsheet. Um... Of... I mean, question without notice. Give me like you know two minutes. <laughs> Pad, natural padding, natural padding. Yeah, continue. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, I can't think of a movie that's worse than the Happy Time Murders that we've reviewed. Mm. We've reviewed some shockers. We have, but Happy Time Murders is right. I was going to say up there, but I guess technically down there. <laughs> so our worst one, I believe, is Halloween Kills. Oh, I wasn't that, on for that, that, that one. That's very bad. That's that's okay. very bad. I wasn't on for that one, so I don't know. Don't watch it, Andrew. Okay. 
So ha- Halloween Kills, we gave that. I think we gave that an average score of. Oh shit! With the screen, hold on. Um, of one point three. Um, so Whoa. that was our average score. I gave it a zero. Um, but yeah, it's one of the Jeez. worst films I've ever seen. Um, and that is rated at forty percent on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. So still like they have. There is a serious critical bone to pick with Morbius, which is. I find astounding, like, that they could rank it at that low. Like, it's just... That's saying, don't even bother fucking getting out of bed. Like, it is... Yeah, that's what they're saying, which is really unfair. It's incredibly unfair, I think. Is it a good movie? No. No. But we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get to that. It's not as as bad as Halloween Kills. As Fuzzy said, you know, just then, there is no positives about Halloween Kills. At all. None. None costumes. No, they, they, they're just rocking up from fucking hanging out at Costco or something. Like they're not in costumes. Like it's a fucking blue jumpsuit for Jason. It's uh, random clothes for other people and maybe a cop outfit or two. Like that's it. Well, you know, if you didn't notice it, then that's a positive. <laughs> no, if you should notice it to make it a positive. Like Iron Man suits, like just his normal everyday yeah but you can also notice something and because it's so bad like you know extremely bright colors that we keep telling duty not to wear things like that hey 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 hey. (laughs) (laughs) get get with the program man we're the sexy melbourne black that's how we do (laughs) you're looking black (laughs) fussy looks like the what's that new term now eshe or some fucking thing A drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Ezra Miller. Hey, 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 I prefer Smacky, all right? Like, you know, if you're going <laughs> to... Smacky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not even talking about Will Smith anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Lovely. Sorry, um, a little bit of drip. <laughs> anyways, let's talk about positives about Morbius. Let's start with the positive, because we can go into negatives. What are some we positives will. We absolutely will. <laughs> What are some positives about Morbius? Look, the the <laughs> the plot wasn't overcomplicated. You could tell what was happening, and yep. sometimes you know, at you know that, that's all you sometimes need. I mean, you do want more from it. Don't get me wrong, and we'll go into that as well in negatives. But it's simple to follow. I, I thought so too. Like it, it's, they have had some overly complex movies within the Marvel universe lately, and yeah, you, know, you look at things like Eternals, where they had like fifty main characters. This one had about three or four that you had to follow. Fantastic! I thought that was good. It's mm. nice and concise. It was a contained story within itself. Um, it could exist outside of the other films, and you'd be totally fine with it. Like it actually yeah. is a standalone film that relies nothing on any other context, and it was kind of cool within that. Oh, I like maybe that. the. Um post-credit sequence but i mean yeah. like if you if you didn't have those in there you didn't have to include <clears> any of that and it could, yeah. you did not yeah. need those post-credit scenes at all <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll just all we'll those that. post-credit scenes they had two of them that should have just been one big one because they were just it's the same fucking story yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway yeah uh, um, positive duty anything from you I will say, like, the, the the villain for this film, it's Matt Smith. He's the bad guy. It's the blue monster. Surprise. None of us saw that coming. Um, is, I was expecting, like, okay, well, it's it's vampire against vampire. It's, you know, it's Blade versus Blade's brother from the first film or whatever it is. Um, but I was expecting, like, oh, it's going to be one guy against a fucking guy who then turns 
you know, his thugs or his friends or whatever into other vampires, and it's going to be a fucking vampire war thing. And it wasn't. It was just one good guy, one bad guy. That's it. Like, TGI punchathon. <laughs> I think they had to like to contain it within. You know, also good runtime, by the way. Uh, you know, this was you know hour and a half, and you you're done. Fantastic. Um, it did make it feel a little bit rushed, but we'll get into that later. I get, I it, but get yes, bored and I went to go pee and I came back to anyone. I assume I missed nothing. And he went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you're right. I think yeah. Matt Smith was really good as bad guy. I think you know, it would have been nice to, you know, spoilers, bad guy dies, to see him continue on into you know, other films because I think he was really interesting. Uh, a fantastic actor for starters. And, you know, I think he did a really good job, um, showed nice turns to the evil side. Um, yes. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yes. I also enjoyed the um, a lot of the stuff they did with the CG where they were looking at like the the body changes as well. Um, you know, Leto at one stage. CGI takes... for the most part looked fine. Like yeah. I've seen people rip on the CGI and I'm like, there's 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 some there's... CGI that was bad. I just I yeah. appreciated the body change stuff. So there was the part where Leto takes his shirt off and he's like emaciated, yeah. his body's wasted away, and then the next shot, you know, you could see the body changing and growing and filling out great like that stuff was really good some yeah. of the fight sequences not so much in the old vampire smoke whatever the fuck not so great but like i just those slow changes especially when they're like you know they're getting really angry when they and they face vampire yeah. flashes i kind of like that i kind of i thought that was used to really good effect so it, and it did and it didn't at the same time yeah and like the matt smith stuff as well like he was just like wasted away he was like you know, doing it, yeah and then all of a sudden he changes into like the, the the fleshing out of his face. Really, really interesting to see how they did that. So I, I think that stuff, just really small changes, small uses of CGI, really well done. There was a the the sort of the scene where you know, Jared Leto goes from sick man to vampire, um, where they're on like a, a, a cruise ship container ship. And I don't think I've ever described Jared Leto <clears throat> as a sick man. <laughs> Um, but it, it reminded me a lot of, and Fuzzy will pick up on this, but Ian probably not so much, but it reminded me a lot of, like, our first introduction to Vamp in Metal Gear Solid 2, like, the shipping container sort of styling, the vampire just fucking taking out all the mercenaries and stuff like that. It was very much of, like, fuck, this reminds me of Metal Gear Solid 2, and Vamp was a, that scene was cool, and it looks like they're pulling a bit of inspiration from that as well. Um, I thought that was, that was pretty, pretty fucking cool, and... It wasn't a gory film, but there was a, a decent amount of blood for a, for this natured film as well. Like, if he ha- if he did any more, it would have been a, an American R and MA for us. But it was a tasteful amount of blood. Like, it wasn't like oh, he's, they did well to not show the blood in violent moments. Yeah, look, I see that was one of my big problems with this. Obviously, they wanted to keep, a keep the rating down and b you know make it accessible for all of the audiences this is intended for. Basically, fucking tweens and teenagers. Like, it's they're trying to target them so they can't have the blood and guts, and it just it seems like such a waste to have a vampire film where you almost see no blood whatsoever. Like they are. It's showing them doing these actions of like ripping into people and talking about drinking blood and all the rest of it and you don't see anything it's just a little bit disappointing uh, you see a little bit but like it's a little bit like Wolverine like what they did with Wolverine mm. in the original X-Men movies you know his giant claws and you don't see him cutting people's arms off like do you remember how good that was in Logan like that first sequence where he rips apart awesome. dudes 
that was cool and that's what I hoped we would see and we saw none of it and it's yeah you see him just like leaping on someone and then all of a sudden his you know big jacket goes over the top and it's like covering up the vampireness it's like well just show one or two of those and it'd be awesome I will say as well I did like the the sort of because you know Morbius is a scientist and he's created artificial blood is that he's constant like throughout the film he's like it used to last six yeah, yeah, hours milk. <laughs> yeah milk yeah milk it used to last six hours but now it lasts four now it lasts three like I like that sort of thing to it as well like he's almost like we had which, a countdown <laughs> which which they made a big thing about that and then they never answered it just pointing that out there what's as that to like how he's going to survive and continue oh yeah when theoretically it, he won't be able to last in the blue stuff by the post credit sequence <laughs> uh, that's what makes him an anti-hero Ian he uh only drinks a lot of people who uh are evil <laughs> and yet we uh never saw that in the film <laughs> exactly <laughs> Please talk in that voice more often. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, you know, I think you find that in Morbius, uh, the blue blood, he stops drinking because uh, he runs out. <laughs> also, very good positive for this film, and I said this Ian as we walked out. Tyrese Gibson is in this film, but he doesn't talk much. His partner does all the talking, and his partner's fucking funny. <laughs> As soon as his old Tyrese his gets His partner around, ch- tried to be funny. His, be- his partner t- t- trying to be funny is better than Tyrese Gibson, period. Yeah. Well. I mean, but then well, Tyrese just disappears. Though. Like, you know, they, they just, like, stop that having that storyline. <laughs> They've made choices, like, I suppose this talks to that runtime as well. They just basically had him for, you know, the first half of the movie, and then he's just gone. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, <laughs> the vampire who's running around killing people isn't Jared Leto. It's Matt Smith. Oh, we arrested the wrong doctor. Never seen of again for the rest of the Never film. seen. Oh, no, yeah. wait. We see him when the swarm of rabies comes out of the streets. Yeah, and he gets to look up. Yeah, and he looks up, and that's it. Speaking of it, can, I, can, we, can I just ask the question about Matt Smith's occupation? Is he a gangster or is he just, like, some yeah, fucking huckster? I, it feels I think like he just he's... comes from a rich family. Because we see him in the opening credit sequence as a kid rock up in a car with a rich, uh, with an uh, escort yeah. dude, yeah. a bodyguard. Yeah. My... It just, yeah, it seemed very vague what he did for, Which, uh, for me. I just want to point out that opening sequence confused the shit out of me for that whole film because I thought they were, the kids were the opposite way around. Yeah, because <laughs> Yeah, because they made the bigger kid be Jared Leto, who is the smaller guy of the two. So, it I, just confused the shit out of me. Yeah. What I didn't they, get, right. The kids just were not a good match for who they were supposed to be. When no. uh, when uh, Matt Smith's character, whose name is Lucian, rocks up, <laughs> uh, Jared Leto's Morbius as a kid calls him Milo because everyone who gets in that bed dies and, you know, no point learning your name. Milo, Milo, Milo. And then the doctor starts <laughs> calling him Milo and I went, that's a fucking insult. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if a doctor isn't referring to a patient by their name, but by a nickname for everyone who's died before them, that's a fucking insult. <laughs> Best part yeah. about it is if you read the Wikipedia article, all the references are just Milo everywhere. Yep. Wow. <laughs> 
it's it's very weird because they they keep they keep changing in between it. Like he uses it interchangeably in the just last part of the movie. Just to make it more confusing for the audience. As to just just one fucking name. Like you know, it just should, have his name be he... fucking Milo. If you want or, to call him Milo, just have his name. Just be have his Milo, name Milo. But also, Lucian's a fucking sweet name. Like if someone great went, vampire name too. I used to great work vamp- well, like that's why they did. Yeah, but I used to work with someone who like they went oh, oh, oh like he didn't know my name and he just went oh. I like your tattoos. I'm going to call you Tattoo. And I went, my name is Alex, but my friends call me Duty. You refer to me as Alex. I'm like, if someone was like, your nickname's Milo, I'm like, fuck off it is. My name's Lucian. That's a better (laughs) name than Milo. I'm sorry. And I'm going to turn into a vampire and kill your whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Note to self, don't let Duty become a vampire. I think I'm a werewolf. He's gonna get in his mustache. to settle. Yeah. I think I'm gonna be a, a werewolf. I'll a bit of a blood in my. I think I'm gonna be a werewolf. I'm a fairly hairy motherfucker. It just it blends in easier. That's how it works. I'd be a bald If you're werewolf. hairy, you become a werewolf. I'd be bald. <laughs> a bald werewolf. Ah. Uh. All right. Are there any other positives? I was gonna say a werewolf with, al- with alopecia, but we can't talk about that. Yeah, we can't talk about that. Keep my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, are there any other positives for this film? Uh, I had one more. Oh, we're still in positives. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I had one more. There oh, was, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I and I said, I said to Duty while we were watching it, towards at the very end of the film, basically, for the final fight, there was an actual good theme, and the rest of the film didn't have it. But that theme, the soundtrack uh, score, was actually really good. And it was just such a waste to not have it. Yeah, it was very film. much. But there a was a, there was one good score in this film, and the rest of it was Hans Zimmer, uh, Hans Zimmer ripoff trying to pull off Batman. Yes, but there was a good score in this. That, yeah, the, the the end part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a. The, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, at first, I didn't mind that sort of smoky, misty sort of effect. But then later shots in the film, they used it way too much to the point where it just looked like someone blew a fucking vape in front of the camera. Like, yeah. it, like at first, like you know, when when Morbius is running around or when Matt Smith is running around, they they leave like a bit of a trail of mist behind them, and depending on what they're wearing is what trail the mist is. So Jared Leto's in like prison garbs, and then it's orange. But when he's in like his coat, the coat has a purple lining inside of it, so it's a purple mist. And I'm like, that's cool, I like that. But then like they have their like sonar ability sort of thing and you can see like the the insides of their ears look weird and stuff as well which i thought was kind of cool yeah. and their eyes change cool effects. Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely but then like when they do that it's really fucking cool and i kind of like that especially when he's trying to use it in front of tyrese gibson he pulls his hood down so it doesn't show that his eyes are changing pupils and stuff um but when they do it over the city it just like covers the city and all this smoke and i'm like all right i can't really tell what i'm looking at now that's the idea. <laughs> oh, and there, there was one cool thing. Are we in negatives now? There's one <laughs> one last final cool thing is Matt Smith's getting fake arrested by cops and he pulls a bit of a tile out of the out of the wall and he throws it at a cop and he's dead and he kills off all these cops and stuff. But as the scene comes back to Tyrese Gibson and his partner like surveying the crime scene, you can see the dead guy and he has the tile wedged into his temple. I was like, that's fucking cool. You should have shown that, like, rather than just throwing it and him going, uh, and falling up. I'm like, yeah, there's a big fucking subway tile in his head. It looks cool as shit. Yeah. I mean, that, also that scene with Matt Smith when he does that, it's quite good because we get those moments of Matt Smith dancing and having fun and making the film slightly more entertaining. I just wish there was more of that, but we're getting that in negatives. But 
you know, Matt Smith had a bit more fun with this, which is, you know, again... A, yeah, an enjoyable bad guy, which is something that the the MCU really doesn't have a lot of. So, yeah, shame to see him go. Mm. But now the real game begins. Negatives. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Breathe, fuzzy. Right, I'm, I'm going to start. <laughs> the fight sequences within this film were almost unwatchable simply because you couldn't see what the fuck was going on because every time a vampire moves apparently smoke comes out of his arsehole and every single fight it propels him (laughs) until they like until they go to the fucking super slow-mo modes which looked like shit every single fight sequence was just smoke fighting smoke and you know like you say you know colored by their clothing so it's like purple smoke fights black smoke oh who's gonna win who the fuck cares? Like, it was... You couldn't tell what was going on. It was it was like watching a fucking fight scene in Transformers where there's just this yeah. whirr of things on mess. screen. It's just... It was a fucking toilet flush of a mess. And if that's, like... Those were the only fight sequences when he was mm. doing that. And it... That, that, I, will, I will say the one where he's on the container ship killing all the guards, great. Because you just see these guys Because you're seeing it from the guards' point like, of view that as was well. Cool. Like we as the audience aren't keeping up with Morbius fighting. We as the audience are keeping up with mercenaries getting fucked up, and that's yeah, yeah. that's why it worked. Yeah, yeah. And you so know I... why it worked because it was most of that sequence was in camera, as yeah. opposed to the final fight, which is just CGI mess. Yeah, you know, it just I've always said like CGI is an enhancement. It shouldn't be something you rely on for your storytelling. Um, yep. And that was entirely how they did that all. So it's just so disappointing. They could have had guys in makeup fighting each other, do stuff around that, but, like, they just... Everything was done on a computer, and it just it was pointless. I didn't... Yeah. I'm here to see action. I'm here to see a superhero movie or an anti-hero movie, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I couldn't see the superhero-ness of it. It just looked yeah. shit. So that was very disappointing for me. Uh, I think... Yeah, go on. Go on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, on, I think my biggest negative for this film is just the writing is super weak. It's The story is, although it's simple, so it's easy to follow, it's super basic. It's boring. Um, there's no depth there. And it's just so cookie cutter. The, the biggest problem is the... The villain, you can see it coming a mile away, but there's mm. no agenda there. There's no, oh, that makes sense for him to become the villain because of X, Y, Z. It's just really poor writing. And I just wish they would invest in better writers and directors instead of spending all their money on one big ticket-selling Jared Leto who should not be a ticket-seller. Yeah. 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 Spend your money more wisely on the product, not selling the ticket. But this is well, also the thing as Looking well, like... at the budget for this film, I think this budget was close to eighty million dollars. Um so yeah, it's 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 not cheap whatsoever. Seventy five million was the budget. Yeah. Well yeah. I mean I bet yeah, you 30, everything... 30 probably went to fucking Jared Leto. They have made uh, $40 million, I think, opening weekend. So, you know, that's not bad. Um, you know, they, I think the bad reviews, regardless, you know, it's a Marvel movie, so it'll make its money back eventually. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's it, it, it's an expensive mess. Yeah, a lot of money would have gone to, to Leto. 
Um, Matt Smith would have got a little bit. Um, Jared Harris is cheap, but he's fucking excellent. I love Jared Harris and almost yeah. everything he does. So more of him. Those are the actors you should get, though, in my opinion. You know, when you particularly when you're trying to start a franchise, you should be investing into cheap actors that can give you a good performance to make a good film, mm, as opposed yeah. to just getting a big name person because because. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson would almost cost you nothing. Like, you could get him for pretty much just paying off his tax bills. Like, yeah. They probably paid him on a day wage and he was there for three. <laughs> yeah, no, but I agree. Like, with, with Jared Leto as well, you think about him uh, and, like, MCU films. How many of those is he actually going to want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't mean, know if he's one of those franchise guys that's going to stick around. He seems like one of those artistic either. guys that might do two films, and then he's like, "Well, I can't do this anymore. My integrity is too fucking exactly. whatever." And that's he'll, exactly he'll... What I think. and particularly when a movie like this bombs in terms of reviews, he I don't even know if you'll get him back to be honest. Yeah, although there is a a massive like like underground following for Morbius. Um, they had a special screening in, uh, I think it was in New York, of the uh, Morbius Discord community, um, and Jared Leto showed up for that and did a Q and A afterwards. It was there's photos of it. It just it's fucking as cringy as you think it might be. Um, but yeah, there are fan clubs. There's dudes getting tattoos. Like there are people who are will love this shit regardless of how bad it is see any you know marvel movie dc movie ever made like the people will love it regardless of how good or bad it is i found as well that they also like removed scenes from this film yeah they absolutely did there's no posters with spider-man on it that says murderer uh there's no scene of of uh of Michael Keaton going into a cop car with Jared Leto walking past saying let's let's say you and I should say in contact doctor or whatever the fuck it was yeah um there's there is the we are venom little gag line whatever and thank god it wasn't followed up with that stupid it's just your friendly Dr. Michael Morbius that you said I'm like no that's that's shit the reason why I'm Batman worked in Deadpool 2 because it was a quick witty fucking funny line and they're trying to do sort of the same thing here with with and use deadpool 2 to validate your argument that's terrible (laughs) deadpool 2 is not that we laughed in deadpool 2 especially when he's beating up those guards (laughs) (laughs) he's beating up those guards in that security prison he's like what are you and he goes i'm batman (laughs) just fucking throws him like we lost our shit at that but yeah man this movie it's it's not good I, I have a massive, like, my I had a migraine, like, just walking out of the cinema going, like, Ian, help me understand the two end credit scenes because they just don't make sense. There's people on YouTube as well just trying to understand which universe this is in. Because so that's, I, well, it has to be the Venom universe because it's the it's the only reason that well, makes sense because Venom hasn't existed outside as Venom. Venom was San Francisco as well, and they said we haven't seen something like this until San Francisco. So this is that's what you would assume, but then the poster of Spider-Man, which is in the film, still in the no, background. No, it's not in. Not the that film. one. It's not that one. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a different poster that's still okay. in the film. But it's the bloody Sam Raimi Spider-Man, and we've already had a... Venom and Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe. Which is... Yeah, well, yeah. Like that's... I, don't, I don't think they really knew what they were doing. 
I don't, I don't think, think they did, and I don't think they thought as carefully as they think they did. About <laughs> exactly. Like, if if oh, that, that post credit sequence, too, for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, spoilers slightly, is Michael Keaton is magically transferred from his universe into as as the vulture into this universe. Um, he's freed from prison because they can't figure out why he's in prison in the first place. The big and then he crack just in the sky appears, which is the Doctor Strange. Thing. Yeah. All right. Doesn't make and any it, sense for the Doctor Strange rules that were put in place in the Spider-Man movie. Thank you, thank you. Um, and then he just apparently just catches up with Morbius at the end and just says, "Hey, we should, you know, there's this dickhead called Spider-Man. You want to help me out? We'll get him." But he's got all his Vulture gear. <laughs> I think, he literally I says, "I think we should team up." Yeah, if that's in a script, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should form some kind of super villains club for boys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> but yeah, that's, but that's, yeah, that's the he's got all his gear. Where's he got his gear from? Because he used well, the fucking. Dude, the, the, kept the saying it's the same one. It's actually not up. the same one. It's actually not the same suit. But like, it's he, he, he made enough. his suit. From okay. using old Chitari tech left over from the Battle of New York with the Avengers. That's how he made how it. How they figured suit. it all out. Yeah. Right? And this time he gets his tech from, I don't know, some homeless bum around the corner. <laughs> you got any of that some sweet homeless Chitari, Chitari technology? Just, yeah. <laughs> you got any more of that glowing purple stuff? <laughs> In this yeah. universe. We I have just, everything I, you need. I just sat there going, Everything the plot requires. The, the, uh, I'm like... I understand, like, Marvel, like, this was, what, after Endgame, where, like, Sony was like, well, you've had Spider-Man, you know, we're, and you no longer need him, we, we need to renegotiate a recontract or whatever, but it's like, dude, if Marvel obviously wanted to keep, so, uh, Marvel obviously wanted to keep Spider-Man in their, in their world somehow, but it's like, dude, you really could have done something fucking awesome here by having Morbius... Like and you had Kevin Feige read through every single fucking version of your script and help and all that sort of shit. And I'm like, how fucking awesome would the end credit scene be? Fucking Blade. Like he's a vampire. He's going out. I like, was like, that's... I was so incredibly disappointed that yeah. they didn't include Blade in this one because like it's the obvious thing, right? You've got yeah. a vampire, the living vampire. You've got a vampire hunter who's a half vampire. Why the fuck they aren't bringing those two together is beyond me. Like, it is so just sitting think, right there waiting for you. I don't know which side of the fence the problem is on, but Sony and Disney Marvel Studios need to talk. Yeah. They need to actually have conversations. Until this Disney feels so much money to buy them out completely. This is starting yeah. to get very, like, DC. Like, DC's problem is yeah. they had, like, these individual groups doing their own thing. Yeah. Sony's doing this thing with these, you know, these Marvel properties because they own the fucking characters. And, yeah, they're, they're kind of tying it into the D, uh, the MCU, but it's so messy mm-hmm. that it, it's almost becoming impossible to just fit them straight in there. They're having to use this multiverse bullshit to make up all these stories. But it doesn't make sense. Like, none no. of that multiversal stuff... Like it's just such a fucking it's mess. It's becoming right X Men, <laughs> and there's a there's a small yeah. little X Men reference in the film as well. Like M- Michael, there is a school in upstate New York for gifted youngsters like yourself. And I went, I turned to Ed and went, "It's run by a bald guy in a wheelchair." <laughs> <laughs> We're assuming that's where he went. You know, that's that's the you know that's just a little eh, eh, fucking yeah. tip. Um. But, Can yeah. I ask as well, just in, just on like this whole multiversal thing, and like 
the reason, like, you know, for, for Doctor Strange's, you know, special powers, special spell that he did was to, you know, bring a, uh, stop all these people knowing about Spider-Man. And they brought everybody into the Spider-Man universe that knew about him from other universes. Why wasn't Michael... Didn't Michael Keaton come back? Or was it... He was still in that universe, wasn't he? Yeah, so... The spell... like he was not included in any of that part of it, but surely he should have been... But also, like, Michael Keaton is part of... The Spider-Man MCU. What's his character's name? Just Michael Keaton. Now. Adrian Toomes. <laughs> um, it's actually, Michael Keaton's changes universe. What the fuck? <laughs> but I want to see him coming in as fucking Birdman. That'd be yes. great. <laughs> I'd pay money to see that. But <laughs> for some reason, Adrian Toomes, Michael Keaton, goes to. Whatever universe this might be, this could be the Raimi, this could be something completely separate, this could be the Garfield, who fucking knows. He goes Whatever to that- it is, it's not the universe that he was living in, but exactly. you know, it doesn't make sense for him to be sent back to his own universe because he was already in his own universe. So and ex- and why that, the fuck that would, would he leave? Like, okay, well, let's put let's put MJ in there because MJ knew that Spider-Man... Like, that's, you, you could do the same it, fucking it, thing. Why the did, rules make no sense. Yeah, why yeah. did... Because yeah. the rules that were set in place from... Um, Spider-Man 3 was essentially that people were coming into their universe because they knew of Spider-Man. Yeah. That, that makes no sense for anyone to go fucking out of their universe. We got, yeah. a, we got a message from... Because then everybody, like you say, Dirty, you know, MJ would have gone... Yeah. You know, all these other people were, you know, would have left the universe because they knew his identity. Sony's just going like, well, heard you're making a movie about multiverse. Carbacat... <laughs> Well, yeah. uh, we can make our own rules. No, and and also like Venom's left this universe. Venom, Venom this came the... into this universe at the end of Venom Two for some unknown reason, and then he got drunk well, in a bar it... in Hawaii, learned yeah. about Thanos and what happened in the Infinity Stone well, so, stuff. So and he's then... gone to the Spider-Man universe. He and... went to the MCU universe, and then he's gone. So he's left this one though. That that, that Morbius is in. No, because he went back. He went back at the. I end don't of... think he went back at the yeah, end. Of yeah, it. yeah, they did. They, there was another post post credit. It's a post credit scene where he's he's drunk. He's speaking to a I bartender. I fucking hate Hawaii. it. Yeah, I hate all of this. I hate ah, all of ah. this. <laughs> and uh, he goes back, but he leaves a drop of the venom symbiote on the bar behind with him as he leaves. Oh, that's so that, right. Yeah. Fuck, I hate this stuff. It's so bad. It's getting honestly it's so messy, dude. These Marvel movies have gotten to shit after Endgame. They really have. They really. Yeah. I think they've. They, they seem to have told a bunch of different stories. There's stuff about multiverses. There's stuff about magic. There's stuff about time. There's all sorts of weird things that are going on that make no sense that they would all be together, and they can't seem to pick one idea and just run with it. It's. It's just not cool. Uh, Nick from, of course, live stream for the Cure says, "Fuzzy, stop trying to use logic to explain shitty Doctor Strange spell. Or otherwise, you could ask why Marvel didn't include one other Spider-Man villain we didn't see in a live-action movie, or Ditto, a villain." Uh, look, I'm fair. Uh, fair game, mate. I'm I'm very happy to you know consider all aspects. I'm just saying it's terrible. From yeah, you know, they had no idea what to do. They've you know they've literally done the thing that Xena was talking about in The Simpsons. A wizard did it. Like, you know, anytime anyone fucked up, a wizard did it. That's yep. the MCU philosophy right now. <laughs> There's also, uh, and because Foggy doesn't, uh, uh, because Foggy just wanted everyone to jerk their nostalgia boners and not for any, uh, and not do any creative heavy lifting. That 100% makes sense. It, like, this movie had potential, 
like if you're saying we're doing a Morbius movie, you're going to sit there going, all right, well, this could either be very bad, or if you do it right, it could actually be a bit of fun. And mm. dude, the last fight of this film it goes for like maybe forty five seconds. If that, if, if you, that, if you think about it, like it's it's literally him, like Morbius getting slapped around by Matt Smith. And then he conveniently lands upside down like a fucking bat in an abandoned subway tunnel thing. And then uh, and then he screams and a giant swarm of rabies comes flying in. And he then controls them because he can. He's not a vampire. Like, he's not actually, like, bitten by a thing and then turned into a traditional vampire. He's a science vampire. He can also go in daylight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, Nick says, movies like Mor- Morbius make me glad I don't do a movie podcast full-time anymore. <laughs> oh, Nick, you got to do a special episode, because I'm sure Justin would love it, because it's somewhat horror Batman, Bat-esque related. He'd love it. He loves bad it's, films. It's such... It's like fucking PG-rated horror. It's just... It, there's, you can't show any of the awful things that ha- would make it actually interesting. Like, this needed to... If Venom can get a fucking R rating, this can get an R rating. Like, I they... Yeah, yeah. Just, just Did fucking Venom do it. get R rated in the states? Oh, it was. Uh, I think it was R rated or M MA fifteen over yeah. here. Like it was uh, really? stronger rating than yeah it, it should have been. And everyone was like, "Oh, really excited about R rating." Then I think it got downgraded for release. Yeah, so that's right. But they it's. It. I mean, just just do it. Have the fucking balls to make a vampire movie that actually looks like a fucking vampire movie. What I don't, what I don't get, and this is one of the things that I, I pointed out to Ian was. When Mor- when Morbius gets angry or he-, he goes into vampire mode, his face contorts and changes and stuff. But basically constantly throughout this film, Matt Smith is just constantly in vampire face because it's like, it's Q. Um, I think that's just how Matt Smith looks, to be honest. Like, he <laughs> <laughs> looks like a little bit of a creepy vampire as just his regular face. But like he gets into face a heated man. argument with Dr. Moriarty in his, in his apartment. Dr. Moriarty. <laughs> 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 but he gets into a heated argument like he's yelling and his face is just normal yeah. and I'm like no no this is where like you 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 show that he like when he's getting angry and he's throwing shit and he's yelling that's when you can have his face fucking contorting but the rest of the time he's like I'm just walking down the subway and I have a vampire face isn't this cool I'm like no man it's not like it's it's better to have your normal face and not the CG monstrosity thing that they're constantly throwing at us the audience, while Morbius yeah. is just going, no, he I'm should not ju- they should just up. they should have limited it. You're right. Yeah. What they should have done is just have the CG face during an attack moment and then back to character. Yeah, you know, you're paying all this money for these fucking expensive actors' faces. Use them. And and does, I don't think Morbius flies. I think he just surfs on wind. Yeah, I think that's how they're justifying it. Yeah, he surfs that's, on the wind, yeah. which I don't like. That's fine. You know, justify it however you want. It would, it, I didn't have a massive issue no. with that. It was kind of okay. It's like, you know, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was neither here, biggest... neither a positive or a negative. It was just like a thing that happened. Yeah, the writing was just the weakest part. Like, we're supposed to care about when Dr. Moriarty gets killed, but I don't care because your writing was so bad for the first that half of this it... film that I don't <laughs> care about it. I'm sorry, if I'm a vampire and my physician for my entire life has been referring to me as a name that means you're a dead kid, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna die. <laughs> sorry. Oh, look, 
Calm down, Tyler. Calm down. Stop fucking calling me Tyler. I'm alive. They should have made that land a bit better. Like, they should have done something. It just kind of... He just uh, slapped him, and he's all of a sudden got, like, vampire... You know, scratch marks on him, yeah, and that's it. That's all. It, it, it should I think have they been. Used their flashbacks wrong. It didn't work. Yeah, yeah. We got to get around to scoring this. Yes, we do. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, I'll go first because I'm, I'm I'm curious to actually to to see if it is actually a seventeen percent. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just a five point five. I think no. I think like it's nowhere near as bad as people go, it's the worst thing ever. I'm like, it's not watch Halloween. Absolutely kills. not. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's absolutely watchable. Yeah. It's 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 like the original Judge Dredd film. It's bad, but you, it's it's fine to watch. Like it's yeah. it's that kind of film. Sorry, Nick, if you're hearing that, you're fucking raging right heart. <laughs> he's raging so hard he's typing on his with his keyboard using his fuck a fat cock. He's that fucking angry. <laughs> Um, original Judge Strait is a masterpiece. How dare you? I fucking knew he was going to come into that. Dude, you've rated this around about the score that we gave Judge Strait. We gave it a 5.3 overall. And um, yeah, there you it, go. There you go. There's a ride in your sector and it is Morbius. <laughs> and it's Rob Schneider hiding in the spaghetti machine. Oh, God. Fuzzy. He was bad. <laughs> All right. Um, I am going to give this... Um, <sighs> Uh, I really actually quite enjoyed this film. <laughs> what? Of course he did. What? I kind of had fun with it. It was stupid fun. It was, yes, there were bad moments to it, but by no means, I looked through like the list of like the worst ranked Marvel movies and just to try and figure out exactly where it fits for me. Mm. Um, and, you know, I look at things like, um, Incredible Hulk, um, Thor: The Dark World. No, I mean, pasta. like, oh, shush. That's. <laughs> uh, I think there's there are some really really bad Marvel movies that uh, this is definitely not worse than those. Um, so I would put this in a. a I nice... don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I see. I kind of put this on par with a. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron like it just it kind of works and it kind of doesn't it's a more Sonyized version of those films but it sits around that like you may like it you may not like it and I, think I had a lot more fun with those movies though they were there's a lot going on with those and I think that yeah. this one I liked I enjoyed the simple storyline I enjoyed if they'd done the fight sequences better I think it could have been a much much, been much better, better movie thing. Yeah. and for you know for spending the best part of $80 million, you need to have better fucking CGI. Is $80 million a cheap movie now? Uh, Maybe it is. I don't yeah, think it's so. It's obviously not an indie film, but in terms of a blockbuster film, maybe it is a cheap movie. Well, maybe, but, like, I mean, you think, like, for, you know, the TV series at the moment, like, you know, they're looking at, like, $10 million an episode for, like, these big budget ones. And so. they do eight, so that's 80 But that's also, you know... Probably. It's over a longer period of time, exactly. so you know, eighty million dollars for hours, for an hour and a half, not so bad. Like, I think that's yeah. okay. Um, but look, I I'm giving putting this in context with other things that we've watched. All right, I, I, I found some. Sorry, I found some budget uh, okay. comparisons. Okay, All right. Uh, Shazam was eighty five million. Yeah, so Shazam was pretty much last involved. action <laughs> hero was eighty five million. Yeah, but that's, got last action hero, hero that's, was 
Schwarzenegger Bloody budget. Yeah. <laughs> Judge Dredd like from 1995. 85 million. Uh, yeah, that's like, that's like, like double the, now, though. The Greatest Showman 95. is... Greatest Showman is 84. Birds of Prey is a fantastic man. And that's not heavy CGI, though. Okay, put it up against Eternals. Like, yeah, another movie that had... A, a lot of that's got a lot of actors you're paying for but yeah but i mean like you think about that yeah, that's 200 that's million. that 200 how million dollars 200 million dollars yeah so i how mean much that's... Did, how much how much does spider-man homecoming cost because that is a first in the series cheap actors at that point in time because they weren't well known apart from yeah. Michael Keaton. 175 Whoa. so 80 million is cheap they yes. still should have done better with the the fucking CG though. Like they they they, they used did too much that, of it. They used they all could that smoke shit to cover it, up yeah. all of the, the the lack of CG that they had. I'm trying yeah. to find more modern movies that have a budget around that. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs two seventy eight million. The Equalizer two seventy seven million. So it's cheap. It's yeah. a cheap movie. Yeah. Oh look. I, so look, I, I think I'm, I'm putting it at the equivalency of other Marvel movies and everything like that. I I enjoyed this more than most of those other ones, and I think it was Ghostbusters perfectly... Afterlife, seventy five million. <sighs> what was it? Afterlife. Afterlife, the most recent Ghostbusters film. Yeah. All oh, right. The good yeah. one. Look, I, yeah, I think this was perfectly serviceable. More with their money. <laughs> I'm I'm going to give this one a seven. Um, I enjoyed watching it. I think that it is nowhere near. It nowhere near deserves the the Seven. vitriol that it's getting from um, movie crickets. I think they are they've got a bug up their ass about something to do with this film. Yeah, it might something. be yeah. it might just be they don't like Jared Leto and they want him to stop doing stuff, or they don't like something about it the way it was done. But there is no way that it deserves such a low critical score compared when especially using that comparison we used earlier of other movies that are just terrible scoring yeah. double or triple or quadruple the, the you know that kind of rating i just they've they've fucking lost the plot if they think that's the case so um, got, i enjoyed this one yeah seven is generous but yeah i'll allow it <laughs> have you got the review scores that we've done for other films up fuzzy i do could you while i pad find what i gave venom <laughs> If you've got it there. Uh, yeah, sure. Padding, padding, padding. Padding, padding, uh, Nick, padding. Nick uh, think... from, uh, from Livestream for the says, MCU budgets aren't really comparable to anything else because of built-in expectations for an MCU yeah. blockbuster, he'd argue. I agree with I'd that. say that's probably talking about the actual box office itself, but the budgets themselves are a bit different. So, and it's a Sony for Homecoming, though. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot. But it is Spider-Man. They knew they had to put and money And Robert Downey Jr. as well. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, of course. And Michael Keaton probably wouldn't be cheap. No, absolutely not. Fucking Oscar winner. Um, okay, so Venom scores. Um, across the board, we gave it a 5.6. Duty gave it a 5. Everyone else gave it a 6. Oh, wait, yeah. Ollie scored a 5 as well. So, yeah. So that's yeah. that's for Venom. And then uh, what was Venom 2? We never covered Venom, Venom 2. I, yeah, I didn't do it. Oh, did we do it? No. no I didn't. I don't think we did. Nope. No. Think we, we, got, all we got went, asked by Mark nah. Truck saying, "Would you like to go to it?" I'm like, um, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> we should have reviewed it because it would have been much, much worse instead of four times as good as this film. House of yeah. Gucci, seventy-five million. There you go, Fuzzy. House of Gucci's got lots of big names, though. Yeah, seventy-five million though. Same budget as Morbius. You're more paying for the names than you are for CG, though. It's just 
hairstyles. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You need a lot of CG for that film. Is that that's a Hasaguchi's Ridley Scott? Possibly, I don't know. It's it's, a, it's terrible. It's, an, it's a name actor, uh, director. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think this to me it started off quite strong actually for me, and then it just rapidly went downhill. Um, Ridley Scott, yeah. but it is it is. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about Ridley Scott. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, we're talking about Morbius. It went downhill quite quickly, but at the same time, it's still not anywhere near as bad as 17%. That is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Harsh. It's unbelievably harsh, for sure. It is a completely watchable film. Yes, it's it's a not a great one. It's got, you know, scripting issues, uh, boring issues. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you can be boring in this in an hour and a half is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what it sounds like. It's an hour and a half, and it's a fucking comic book movie which should just have stuff happening all the time. Yep. Yeah. So that's telling you a problem already. But it does not deserve that kind of hate. It's not fair. It's not fair in the film. Not it's not fair, fair in Aaron Leto. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give this film a six. Ooh, interesting. Not bad. It's uh, it's still not a great film by any means, but it was um, not good either. So films <laughs> it just that you wasn't entertaining enough. On par with uh, Wonder Woman 84, Army yep. of the Dead, Free yep. Guy, <laughs> the Halloween from 2018, uh, Venom, Sonic, Jumanji, Phantom Menace, Did I rank Jungle Free Cruise. Guy? Yep. Was I on Free Guy? <laughs> Johnny English, Crawl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Predator, cool. Hobson Shaw, Fantastic Beasts, Immortal Combat. Oh no, they're, they're, they're a bit higher. Um, yes, so uh, you ranked The Predator slightly higher than this one. Here. I mean, to be fair, it's... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, The Predator like actually kept my interest throughout the hour and a half. This was a bit slow. Will he catch autism? <laughs> Will he get him? That's what The Predator was. <laughs> Duty ranked this on par with Skyscraper, I Am Legend, and, yeah, very close to The Predator also, as well. Wait, I Am Legend? I Am Legend, yes. He gave it a very low score. What the fuck is wrong with you, Duty? Uh, so, for comparison, <laughs> Did I? I ranked I this close to uh, the new remake of Lion King, Fast 9, Godzilla vs. Kong, Demolition Man, The Batman... Uh, once upon a time in Hang Hollywood, would fucking hate it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're, you're whoa, putting the Batman whoa. on par with this. The wow. Batman is on par. The with... Batman was boring. It was three hours of fucking boredom. Oh um, the Mummy, uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. The mummy? the mummy, no, Shazam, the Mummy's fucking the gone. Yeah. Ah, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Sonic, and Dunk. <laughs> wow. I'm a, I'm a harsh critic. All right? <laughs> Sonic. Sure. You're a harsh critic, and you've given this movie <laughs> the, same, score. the same score as The Gentleman. It was enjoyable. The Gentleman was just ripping off all the all the bullshit he did previously. But let's that's that's dunk. Just to give you a bit of a You're taste. Putting this on par with an Oscar-winning dunk. Yes, I am. Oh my god, dunk was an incomplete story. <laughs> that's fine. It's I have part issues. One. It didn't say part one until we went to the fucking movie, did it? They did should it have say told us the start of the film. Yes, they it should did. have told us in the fucking lead up to the film that this was part one and set expectations I rather than it. waiting until the fucking title sequence. I knew it. You should have done more reading online. We were talking. I shouldn't says have it, to. Yeah, I shouldn't have film. to. Yeah, it should say it in the movie one. poster. Part one in part the movie. One. Anyway, at the very start. 
Anyway. Two and a half hours before the end of the film. What are the movies did he put on the on this list? Sonic. I've heard Sonic's quite good, so I can't I can't comment on Sonic. Sonic's fine. Batman. Yeah. It's it's watchable. Sonic is watchable. Like when you when you look at those films, like all of those films are watchable yeah. in their own right. That's, I would probably say yeah, Sonic's probably on par with this. It's just probably a bit more fun than this it was. So this movie needs more Jim Carrey. I mean, every movie everything. could have a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear he's considering giving up acting as well? Really? Uh, yeah, he's considering giving up acting, which is a bit depressing. So, damn. I did say that, and I saw his um, comment on the Will Smith saga, which I completely. Oh, everyone has to comment on it now. Yeah, you got to so comment yeah, on it. Absolutely. There was some acting. If you guys would like, I would. I can give my comment now. There, we've run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it off stream. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for, <laughs> for this week's episode of Shaking Not Nerd. Well, of course, we will be back. At some point, uh, Fuzzy's very excited that he's going to go see Northman. Um, so when we can, we will talk about that. Fuzzy is a very north-facing guy. Um, oh, that's the Viking one. Yep. The Viking one, which looks amazing. Um, I'll wait for it- him to give that a higher score than it deserves. <laughs> They've had uh, well, apparently, like yeah, you know, they've they've been doing a little, uh, a lot of talking up this film uh, prior to it coming out, and apparently it's incredibly accurate to um, uh, Norse history. So I'm very excited to see that. Um, we've got some amazing actors in it, and um, we've got not one but two Skarsgårds, which is great. Anna Taylor Joy. <laughs> we've got Bjork uh, showing up in there as some weird mystic. Uh, Willem Dafoe. And Nicole Kidman, which is just fucking bizarre. I bet you, for all money, she's going to put on a terrible English accent oh um, because she can't she do just anything fuck else. Fuck off! I don't think she can. She is immortal, <laughs> and she will not die. Um, oh. We've also got Ethan Hawke, which is uh, which I'm excited about as well. So I think there's going to be some really amazing things in there, and we're getting to see Skarsgård run around with his shirt off, holding two axes. So great! Tarzan too. It. Can't wait to see I'm it. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, re-jungling? <laughs> jungle back to jungle. Oh. Tarzan 2, jungle to jungle. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, if you want to jump on board and donate for the Game on Cancer Superhero Streamers, I will leave link in the description of the podcast for you. Uh, and, um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Noob's got to come back at some point. We've got some games to talk about. Oh, um, yeah. Unique. I'm not playing Tunic. You can Maybe come on and tunic. talk Tunic. You can come on by yourself and talk Tunic. No one else... just be the only I can one talk the about. first half hour of Tunic. It took you half an hour. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> 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 All right. Anything to add before we wrap up? Nothing nope. from me, sir. I can't believe Thank you, you for having me on again. <laughs> I can't believe you rated this the same as Batman. <laughs> I didn't like the Batman, all right? Well, obviously.